We're for Melbourne and Victoria. These are today's headlines from the Herald Sun. More than 40 Victorian private schools have shared in more than $135 million in generous taxpayer JobKeeper funds, the Herald Sun can reveal for the first time. Most posted healthy surpluses and had millions in assets, prompting calls for the funds to be paid back. A comprehensive list of Victorian recipients shows 43 independent schools received an average of $3.4 million each. Many schools who refused repeated calls for the funding to be divulged can now be named. The payment which was meant to provide a cash boost to ailing businesses during COVID, was paid to some of the state's most exclusive schools, including Wesley College, $18 million, Geelong Grammar, $10 million, and Penley and Essendon Grammar, $9 million. Together, the three schools have more than half a billion in net assets and are highly profitable. And if you'd like to read more on that story today, you can take out a subscription at heraldsun.com.au or download the app at the App Store. Melbourne water users could be slugged for desalinated water next year, despite storages nearing 90% full. The Andrews government has refused to rule out an order which would cost tens of millions of dollars, saying modelling was still being done. But the state opposition has ridiculed the decision to leave open the option, given dams were literally overflowing and total storages haven't been this full since Paul Keating was Prime Minister. This year's $77 million desal order for 125 billion litres placed in March continues to pour into catchments, despite storage levels hitting 88% for the first time since 1996. Four of the ten Melbourne water dams are at 100% capacity. And we'll be back after this. I'm Andrew Rule, the host of the podcast A Life and Crimes. Here are some of the things that we've been talking about the last few weeks. The brutal truth is that when you start looking at it, they always kill or injure a lot more than each other. The professional hitman used to be a professional hitman. Evil strikes in all forms, but particularly as stupidity. Life and Crimes is available wherever you get your podcasts. The return of Victoria's world-class major events industry could provide a $2.5 billion jolt to the state's economy. As sports, music, art and fashion starved Melburnians return to the events they love, industry chiefs hope crowds will help kickstart state finances as well as people's spirits. Victorian Chamber of Commerce and Industry Chief Exec Paul Guerra said the success of the Melbourne Cup Carnival trumpeted the fact Melbourne is back in business. Major events are what Victoria is famous for and best at, he said. Before the pandemic, it was a huge contribution to our economy and it will return, but we also know it will take time. At least 80,000 people are expected for day one of the Boxing Day test at the MCG next month and Australian Open and Melbourne Grand Prix chiefs are pushing for capacity crowds. Melbourne will soon be the only city in the world hosting theatre productions of Moulin Rouge, Harry Potter and The Cursed Child as well as Frozen. And the Melbourne Symphony Orchestra is taking their music on the road this November all the way to regional Victoria. 
The MSO will reunite with regional Victorians in a series of uplifting and inspiring live concerts, which will be performed in Warrnambool, Hamilton, Horsham and Mallacoota, conducted by Fabian Russell. An evening with the MSO features classical masterpieces and showcases four brilliant MSO string soloists. MSO Managing Director Sophie Galaise said it will be a wonderful to reconnect with regional audiences after extended lockdowns. And that's the latest headlines from the Herald Sun. For updates and breaking news throughout the day, take out a subscription at heraldsun.com.au. We'll have another update for you tomorrow. Are you ready to get an inside look at crime from someone who has investigated some of Australia's worst crimes? It was like Aladdin's cave. The luminol found bloodied footprints and bloodied handprints on a wall. So it's just like a horror movie. Former homicide detective Gary Jubilant sits down with cops, crims, addicts, victims, small-time cheats and big-town lawyers as they tell their incredible stories. My house got raided. Next thing you know, I got bail refused. Next thing you know, I'm on a truck to Parkley Prison. Listen to I Catch Killers early and ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.